Chart Chat is a member of the Tej.fm network from WTJU Radio. Find out more at Tej.fm. That's T-E-E-J.fm. It's Monday, June 4th, 2018. I'm Caitlin Flay, and you are listening to Chart Chat, your weekly guide to the past week of pop singles hitting the U.S. and U.K. charts. You may have noticed from my intro that we are missing the one and only Tanner Green this week. He is neck deep in his comprehensive exams that he mentioned last week, and we wish him the best. He's killing it right now. As for the U.S. entries, I'll be running through those with you today. We start with the Backstreet Boys. At number 99, we have Don't Go Breaking My Heart. At number 98, we have Sam Hunt with Downtown's Dead. Following that, at number 86, we have Nav featuring Travis Scott with Champion. At number 84, we have Diplo, French Montana, Lil Pump, and Javi Award with Welcome to the Party. And that's from the recent Deadpool soundtrack. At number 83, we have Pharrell Williams and Camila Cabello with Sangria Wine. At number 82, Kevin Gates debuts with Let It Sing. At number 80, we have Lil Baby featuring Gunna and Lil Uzi Vert with Life Goes On. At number 79, we have Lil Baby with Southside. At number 73, we have Chris Wu with Like That. Number 68, we have Kevin Gates again with Change Lanes. And debuting at number 10 this week, our highest entry, BTS, Fake Love. On the UK side, we have a few similar tracks. At number 99, we kick things off with Christina Aguilera and Demi Lovato with Fall in Line. At number 95, we have Christine and the Queens featuring Damn Funk with Girlfriend. At number 94, we have the Kingdom Choir and Karen Gibson with Stand By Me. That was sung at the royal wedding that I mentioned a few weeks ago. At number 91, we have Shawn Mendes with Where Were You in the Morning. At number 89, we have Tiesto and Zecco. It has a D in there as well. I have no idea how to pronounce that. Preem and Post Malone with Jackie Chan. Please email me with sound clips of you saying these artists because I think I got everything (laughs) wrong except Post Malone and Tiesto. Okay, one spot above that at number 88, we have Stefan Don with Senseless. At number 84, we have Pharrell Williams and Camila Cabello with Sangria Wine. At number 82, we have Tyga featuring Offset with taste at number 80 we have sigrid with high five at number 78 we have big shack making an appearance once again on this podcast with his song man don't dance at number 46 we skip up to lil baby and drake with yes indeed at number 44 we have dappy featuring am with oh my at number 42 we have bts with fake love And 
almost breaking the top 10 this week, we have Clean Bandit featuring Demi Lovato with Solo. That was a track that Tanner alluded to at the end of our last episode. It's also a track that I choose to focus on this week in our first ever mini-sode. Woohoo! So kicking things off, I want to talk about Demi Lovato. We have an artist this week that not only debuts at the top spot, number 12 here today, but we also have her in a song that debuts at the very bottom of the chart, number 99. Let's talk about the differences, let's talk about the similarities, and let's talk about Demi Lovato. The first song I'm going to talk about, we have Fall in Line. This is a ballad-style pop song sung by Christina Aguilera and Demi Lovato. This song is the lead single from Aguilera's upcoming album, and that's titled Liberation, and that should be dropping within the next two weeks. The song's produced by three guys, Mark Williams, Raul Kubina, and John Bellion. And I think I mentioned him before on this podcast. He just is an incredible producer. I think a lot of his electronic stuff and the way he manipulates his voice is super cool. And I think this song has a huge vibe, especially with the distorted vocal line that we'll get to a little later. So unfortunately, the song missed the Billboard Hot 100 when it was released a few weeks ago, and it's slowly climbing in the U.S. and similar situation in the U.K. We see it at number 99 again, so just breaking in. So this song generally is about empowering girls to be confident in whatever way they choose, and I'm going to play a brief clip for us to listen. Again, that was Fall in Line, and I'm going to play a little bit of compare-contrast here with you all, and I think I want to touch on musical style, the vocal timbres, vocal delivery, subject matter, of course, genre, kind of the works here. Do as much detail as I possibly can. In the song you just heard, the beginning is really slow. It's almost robotic-like, and the music video mirrors that as well. You have some chains rattling. Last semester... We did a lot of work on slave songs, African-American prison songs, and African-American spirituals in our folk music class with Richard Wilt at UVA, and it was an excellent class. But a lot of the music that students pulled in, uh, one of our colleagues in particular brought in 
a Beyonce song that samples a couple of Alan Lomax's recordings of prison songs. And that is almost mirrored here. And those kind of the shackles and the trains rattling and mixed with that, it's not a sample. It's just kind of noises. It's really futuristic and strange. And Christina Aguilera and Demi Lovato kind of break out of a weird prison for women in this music video. And for all of the, I think, motion that the music video brings and the violence that is required for them to break out, the song's pretty darn slow. So I hear it in more of a compound meter, like 6-8, but you could hear it in a really super slow, trudging along 4-4 kind of beat. The song's super loud. It's, I think it's just one big crescendo, like it never really gets quieter at any point. We just kind of truck along and we add volume, volume, volume. Uh, In kind of splicing in with the women's voices, we have this distorted male voice that I talked about earlier. It's kind of creepy. And I guess that's kind of what they're going for. Uh, This kind of vocal distortion is really common in John Bellion songs, and he has such a nice, smooth voice, and it can really get up there. He has an excellent range. And he throws this kind of stuff into his songs just to kind of contrast, I think. And I'm not sure if it fits as well in Fall in Line as it does in John Bellion songs, because Christina Aguilera and Demi Lovato are both powerhouses and they really have this kind of guttural grunty kind of delivery when they want to and I'm not sure you need that male voice I think you do need it for the subject matter which they the male voice delivers some kind of like commands for the women and I guess we're supposed to read them as completely juxtaposed kind of opinions here So one of my favorite things that this song has produced are fan videos of people falling out of their seats and just like weeping or whatever when there's a key change. So we're in the key of A minor for most of the song. We just kind of trucking along. The main melody in the chorus consists of about four notes, A, B, C, and G. It just kind of hovers around there. And this key change just shifts up a half step. We go from A minor to B flat minor. And it's just, ooh, you do fall out of your seat. It's really intense. One thing I noticed while I was listening was that the microphones that are recording Lovato and the Aguilera really start maxing out around the three minute to 304 mark. You can hear some kind of like, I guess there's a high pass filter that was put on it or something to kind of like take away from the loudness. And that's kind of what I was getting at with this song is basically just a a big crescendo. And that's mirrored also, I think, in the horns. They're kind of James Bondy and they do this cool kind of crescendo. So it kind of goes, uh, and then falls back a little bit. And Overall, I have to say that while I was listening to this song, I almost couldn't separate it from Christina Aguilera and The Voice. So in The Voice, they do these battle rounds, and I think it's kind of like stage two of the competition. 
and they literally put two people who are on the same team in a boxing ring and they sing a duet and they each have to kind of out sing the other one in order to stay on in the competition and as much as I feel like Demi Lovato and Christina Aguilera want to work together here I really just get these two opposing voices that aren't really working together that well and that might be because of their similar vocal style I really love how powerful and emotional and strong their voices are but when they're working together and delivering that the same it's almost like it pulls them apart a little bit and you might have guessed by now that I'm not the hugest fan of the song but I can appreciate it for what it is. I want to kind of end my analysis of this song by asking a question about the timeliness of it. I can really see this song being something that's associated with like the hashtag me too movement and I'm really all for songs about empowering girls and making them feel good about themselves but this one kind of struck me as out of the blue a little bit. I didn't expect this from Christina Aguilera. And I would really have liked it to be a little bit more upbeat. But that's not what we have. Let me know your opinions. As always, send me an email. So to get to our compare-contrast section, we have to listen to Solo. So this song... As I said, Tanner alluded to last week, and Clean Bandit is here composing, producing, doing things with Demi Lovato. This song's also about confidence, independence, and it's also about, I think, more on the relationshipy side of things. The music video is super, super weird. It's like Clean Bandit are chemists, or they're in this weird lab in the back of a laundromat. And they make this weird pill in the lab and they're like playing an electronic drum set and some keyboard synthesizers and also making this weird thing and there's animals popping up. And then at the end, there are these Dementor kind of like scenes. If you've seen Harry Potter, it's just as though the soul is being sucked out of these people, but it's kind of like happy And eventually, the main girl character's violent boyfriend turns into a rainbow puppy. So with that in mind, here's a clip. So, no. this, 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 this,
I was solo. This song was recorded over FaceTime, which is super cool, while Demi Lovato was in a studio in Alabama and Clean Bandit were in England. That's where they're based. So we also have a minor key here, and we're not too far away, actually, from the key that Fallen Line was in. We're in B minor here. Really basic progression, and I like this one a lot. B minor, A major, F sharp minor, G major. So you kind of cycle between minor chords and major chords. It is, I think, fitting for this song, and it provides a really nice foundation for the subject matter of like being in love with someone but that person is totally unstable and like you don't know what to do so you kind of cycle between good moments and bad moments and if I may I think that's reflected in the chord progression this song we do have in a very simple 4-4 meter very common in EDM and club tracks But there's this great syncopation throughout the verses, especially with the pizzicato strings, the keyboard synth, and the choruses. I think Clean Bandit does a really good job of making this song a little bit out of the ordinary. So this song, I think, moves a little bit more than the Christina Aguilera Demi Lovato song. We also have distortion here. So Rather than uh, the distorted male voice that was in Fall in Line, we have some vocorder words that are spliced over Demi Lovato's vocals in the chorus, and I think they're so good. I think it gives the song a little bit something extra that we don't see in a lot of Demi Lovato songs because her voice is so great. One thing that I really want to do a deep dive into here also are the Latin and East Asian influences in the song. So I get more of the Latin influence from the guitar here and the East Asian influence from the strings, which is not really something that I've picked up a lot from previous Clean Bandit tracks. So bear with me here as I take us back to a previous track that we've talked about on this podcast And conveniently, another song featuring Demi Lovato. Woo! That would be Eshame La Culpa. Algo que confesar Ya entendí muy bien que fue lo que pasó Y aunque duela tanto tengo que aceptar Que tú no eres la mala Que el malo soy yo No me conociste nunca de verdad Ya se fue la magia que te enamoró Y es que no quisiera estar en tu lugar Porque tu error solo fue conocerme No eres tú, no eres tú, no eres tú If you recall, we talked about this song in a moment of lyrical crisis for me. It was not a good day. And Demi Lovato, I think, has grown since that moment. But what I would like to focus on without going too much into the past with that problem is the guitar lick. It reminds me almost of reggae, I think, in a way of dunchik, dunchik. And you get, I think, the Latin kind of virtuosic licks in there, 
But ultimately, what you have in the background more consistently is this boom, chick, boom, chick, boom, chick. And I think Clean Bandit kind of pulls that musical idea and throws it in here. And whether or not it's because of Demi Lovato and her Latin roots, or because they have obviously listened to, probably, Eshame La Culpa, they chose to blend this influence into their music. And I think one that sticks out a little bit more is the main violin lick here. So it comprises of pretty much all of the notes of the B minor scale, the key we're in, again, minus the D natural. But it hovers mostly around the F sharp and the C sharp, so the fifth and second of that B minor scale. So I'm not super well versed on Eastern music theory and scales and tunings and all of that. But I did have a few students from China last semester in my piano class, and they struggled a little bit with scales and chord progressions, and I asked them to bring me some Chinese music so that we could look at the differences, and some pieces were just missing certain notes altogether. And I asked the reason for that, and they said, oh, I don't know, we just don't either like that note or it's just not found in this kind of piece that this specific key is in or that's based on this specific scale. But at least sonically, I think I get this Asian and specifically Chinese feel to that violin lick because of the slides and the timbre of the violins and how they're mixed in here. And I think it's particularly evocative of the Chinese instrument, the eru. I don't know if I'm saying that right, probably completely wrong. It's spelled E-R-H-U. And these are two stringed bowed musical instruments and you kind of set it up like a cello. They're also known as spike fiddles in China because of how it looks. Here's an example of what this instrument sounds like. That example was a concerto, and it's called Butterfly Lovers, and you heard the instrument, the little spike fiddle there. But I would like to point to one more example of a song that you probably will have heard that my Chinese students pointed me to. So one of them came into class and showed me a band called Twelve Girls Band. This is a band that uses traditional Chinese instruments to play both Chinese and Western music. So some covers, but some originals they play too. The band now has 13 members, and it was formed 
on June 18th, 2001. So these women in the band were selected by an audition process for more than 4,000 contestants. The women is classically trained, and the band members come from various conservatories throughout the People's Republic of China. They covered a well-known Celine Dion song, and I picked the song in particular because Tanner is not with us, but his spirit sure is with this example. Let's see if you can pick up what I'm putting down about this Chinese influence about slides and certain violin timbres. This is My Heart Will Go On. I really just can't get enough of this violin compare contrast and I'm used to listening to more classical violin that's still very virtuosic and more I think based on scale runs with licks and it's very crisp and very bright and less I guess emotional and slidey and I just associate for some reason that style of playing the more slidey but still virtuosic violin playing with a Chinese sound or Chinese style. I haven't gone back and listened to any of the tracks in Mulan but when I do I suspect that I'll find some kind of similar style here and I will report back on that next week. So in conclusion we have an empowering ballad versus an empowering dance track and on the UK side of things I feel like the dance track will almost always win on the charts and this week it sure has so again on the UK side we had Fall in Line at the very bottom number 99 not quite number 100 and Solo almost breaking the top 10 at number 12 we'll see if that continues to climb I suspect it might And I wonder if this difference in placement on the charts with these Demi Lovato features could be a UK versus US moment. So we see the primary artist, Clean Bandit, English band that does a lot of features. So they're only instrumentalists, Clean Bandit. And we see Christina Aguilera, US powerhouse singer. I'm wondering at the reason for this difference in placement. So why the Clean Bandit track featuring Demi Lovato is way higher than the Christina Aguilera track featuring Demi Lovato. And is it just because the UK likes their own better? Maybe. I have no idea. But 
for right now, I feel like going into the summer, having an upbeat song, that's going to propel you on the charts. Thank you for bearing with my compare contrast this week without Tanner. I'm definitely going to ask him his thoughts on this one. He'll have to listen to the episode. I'm sure he'll send me corrections. (laughs) But for now, I'm going to take you to my pick of the week. Woo! I would really like to have some kind of like jingle that leads into pick of the week. So maybe our resident composer Peter Kelly can get on that. For me, I had a really, really tough time picking a favorite this week, but it's between three. So Senseless by Stefflon Don. Tanner made a comment about it that I want to share with you. That, it's really almost hypnotizing. Like it just puts you in a trance and it's a really pleasant, easy listening song. My other two, one that Tanner absolutely loathed, was Jackie Chan. So that Tiesto Post Malone song, that just hit me out of the blue. It was after Beer Bongs and Bentleys was released, and I am in love with it. I listen to it on the way to work and when I'm driving home from work, and it's like the perfect upbeat song. And maybe I'm just on an upbeat listening streak right now, but I can't get enough of Jackie Chan. And the last contender for pick of the week is none other than taste so that was taiga featuring offset i get so many like rack city vibes from it that i just can't get enough and i kind of gave you my picks of the week in the order or reverse order that i ranked them so with the bronze medal this week we have stefan don with silver we have tiesto Post Malone, and the names I can't pronounce with Jackie Chan. And at number one, we have Tyga with Taste. Thanks so much for listening to Chart Chat, where this week I'm doing it solo. If you'd like to listen to all of this past week's chart debuts, you can find YouTube and Spotify playlists in the show notes. And if you have any questions, feedback, or corrections, you can get in touch with us via email at chartchatcast at gmail.com. Also, if you're interested in following us on social media, you can find us on Twitter at chartchat and on Instagram at chartchat. I do have one correction from last week that I'd like to point to, and that had to do with my reference to the song Can You Hear Me? I mentioned that Skepta was the rapper in the intro, and it was actually Wiley. So I had a different clip in my script, and I made a mistake. But we're all about honesty here at Chart Chat, and I wanted to let you guys know. Chart Chat's intro theme was written by Peter Kelly, and our cover art made by Billy Phillips, both from Coronation Media. Coronation Media is a creative studio specializing in video production, animation, and graphic design. To learn what they can do for your company or organization, visit www.coronationmedia.com. Chart Chat is also a member of the Teej.fm network from WTJU Radio. To learn more, visit Teej.fm. That's T-E-E-J dot F-M. Thanks again for listening to Chart Chat. I'm Caitlin Flay, and... 
We'll catch you next week. You rich, that's a false claim. I'll be straight to the whip, no baggage claim. Whole lot of styles, can't even pronounce the name. You ain't got no style, see you on my Instagram. I'll be rocking it like it's fresh out the pan. Only when I'm taking pics, I'm the middle man. Walk, talking like a boss, I just lift a hand. Three million cash, call me Rain Man. Money like a shower, that's my rain dance. And we all in black, like it's gangland. Say the wrong words, you be hangman. Why me stick to you like a spray tan? Uh, Mr. What kind of car you in? In the city, love my name. Gotta say, she can get a taste. She can get a taste. What did you say? It's all the same like Mary Kate. She can get a taste.